Hello and welcome to Asia Gaming Brief's podcast series. Today I'm talking with Gary Tam. Gary's the Director of Strategic and Planning at the Jinbei Group, which operates the Jinbei Resorts in Sihanoukville, Cambodia. We talk about the changing face of that market since the departure of the online industry and how Gary sees the future shaping up. Firstly, how, how was the initial opening? How was the uh, demand from clients? How's it been going before the COVID hit? I think in the first three weeks, uh, we had um, uh, we had very good uh, business. Um, it, it's just phenomenal to me um, in a sense that um, in this place, um, the player demand, um, as you're aware in Sihan, most of the players here are more VIP driven. Um, uh, we got, we, we don't have much mass market here, but um, it seemed to be picking up in August. But um, back then in March, um, before the COVID time, um, it's all on VIP segments. And um, the business is really, really good. Are those um, VIPs, are they tourists coming in or are they local businessmen um, working there? Uh, we have a good mixture. Um, I would say 70-30. Uh, 70, 70 would be tourists, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So many of them actually do uh, lake tours. Um, they stop by Sihanoukville, then um, they fly off uh, to wherever they go next um, through Phnom Penh. And um, obviously, there's been a lot of bad publicity about Sihanoukville because of the rampant construction. Um, you've said you've seen an improvement now. Mm. Um, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> Um, we got better roads now. Um, I'm very sure that you'll be pleased when um, when you're gonna travel here. There's no more bumpy roads. Um, everything is in concrete. Um, there's bright lights uh, during the night. Um, you, you just feel much safer, where um, the streets are no longer dark. Um, everything is just brightly lit. Um, in terms of roads, everything is good. Um, during the roadworks, they actually uh, redo the uh, the sewer system and also the water system. So everything is, as a matter of fact, it's falling in place, um, which is a very good thing for for Sihanoukville. Um, and um, we do have very close contacts with um, the Ministry of Tourism, and um, we do understand the fact that um, tourism would be the way to go for um, Sihanoukville itself, um, given the fact that they had beautiful beaches here. Um, so that's where the direction is heading towards tourism, mass market tourism. And yeah. um, in terms of the number of operating casinos in Sihanoukville now, um, do you know roughly how many there are? Because I understand quite a few shut down after the ban on online gaming. Um, I don't really have the exact number. <clears throat> But just by um, looking at how things is, um, at least 50% of them is gone. Yeah. Um, um, it's mainly the big brands that is still um, in town operating. Um, and majority of the players nowadays, especially after the COVID time, um, they tend to lean towards the uh, proper brands. Um, like ourselves, Jinbei, and uh, a few of our competitors. Yeah, it's just mainly that that five or ten. Right. So this is 
presumably because of the perception of increased security with you and um, hygiene being put in place properly. Cor correct. Um, so, so we actually had, um, we, we are actually the first uh, few casinos um, in Sihanoukville to receive the approval from the Ministry of Health um, to reopen the business. I mean, being said that uh, simply because we are um, in full compliance uh, with the requirement from the Ministry of Tourism and the Ministry of Health. Um, and that sort of gave our customers um, uh, a good level of confidence um, in terms of uh, safety. And um, also that in Jingbei itself, um, our property, um, I do dare to claim that um, we are the only operator in Sihanoukville with the most games I mean, from American roulettes, um, Caribbean starts, um, even some really, really old school games like Fantan. I'm not sure if you know about I've so, heard of Fantan, yes. Yeah, so it's, um, it's like uh, a bunch of buttons where you just script it off and you buy the, the possibility of the buttons. So, um, yeah, we had the most games in town at the moment. So that, that's, that's something that um, I'm very sure of. Right. We, um, I, one thing that was quite noticeable when we visited, in, and I know is a trait of the Cambodian market, was it's all cash. Post-COVID, do you see any change there? And are people starting to phase out cash? Um, it's not so much because of COVID. Um, I think it started off by these few big brands um, back then, um, when you first visit Jingbei, like Jingbei One, um, uh, we are already on chips. So, so we sort of um, continue that sort of uh, trend because um, end of the day, if we do cash, it slows the game's pace. Um, it creates risks and things like that. So um, I would say that majority of the casinos now, um, we do accept cash bets, but payouts will be in chips. So you're, you're now, um, you're open again. You've seen the VIPs come back. Um, are you, what kind of measures are you have, having to take? What kind of capacity are you allowed? In terms of um, the number of guests or? In terms of on the gaming floor, um, do you have to have um, every other machine turned off or what, what are the restrictions in Cambodia? Ah, um, that's pretty much, I mean, what we're doing here now, I mean, um, that's as per the requirement from the ministry. Um, it's pretty much aligned with all over the world. Mm -hmm. So we had um, uh, one machine to be turned off um, in every bank. So if it's a bank of three machines, you have to turn off one or two. Um, as for tables, you have to skip a player. So if, if it's a table for five, um, you can only accommodate three person. So it's like seat number one, number three, and seat number five. Right. And that must um, have an impact on revenue though, does it? Uh, not really, <laughs> from my perspective, because um, um, when, when we have controlled amount of people who can bet on the table, um, we actually open up more tables. So that actually created a faster game pace. So, I mean, games proceed faster because you just have three sets of chips to pay off or to collect. Mm -hmm. So so everything is actually more efficient in that case. Um, 
when we reopen, um, there's a bit of resistance from um, the players as usual, um, because there's always a hot table or popular table where everybody would come by. So, um, but unfortunately that wasn't allowed. Uh, people are not supposed to cluster around um, for, for the sake of prevention. So um, um, it took them a while and um, they pretty much got used to what's happening now, like with our dealers had their face shields on, um, alcohol scrubs um, every half an hour, um, we sanitize our chips, we sanitize the cards. So they're pretty much used to what we do on the table now. And they're also very used to what they are supposed to do on the table, um, like getting their hands clean um, before doing certain actions and things like that. So we had like alcohol uh, bottles on every table, every slot machine. I guess you're very lucky you've got the space that you can open those extra tables, I suppose. That's yeah. quite fortunate for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are quite a big property. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, what about your staff? Have you managed to keep all of your staff? Um, unfortunately, um, no, we didn't manage to keep all, uh, but we managed to keep majority of them. Um, I mean, given the fact that we've been... Uh, we've been required to uh, close down our operations um, mm. since April uh, till um, August. So that's that's actually a fair share of time with mm. all the operating expenses. And um, we had over 2,000 employees. So so um, we we worked it out with many of our employees um, um, to put them on um, no pay leave. And uh, we also put them on job rotations so it's like um, a person's salary to be split into half. So at least two person get uh, some sort of um, salary in some sense to support their family and things like that. Uh, we do our best for them. And uh, we also partnered with some partner hotels um, and some of our competitors. Um, for those who are hiring, we actually do also recommend our staff um, to our competitors. Yeah. Right. But uh, do you see, um, if, if I just to summarize, how would you see the future for Sienitville now? Do you, do you see it starting from a healthier base? And once this COVID has gone, you, you see a bright future or? Um, that's for sure. It's going to be bright for sure. But um, the really, really good times, I mean, for, for VIP rolling market, um, the really, really good times, I believe that it's gone and it's not going to come back anymore um, unless um, online gaming comes back. And Because the amount of money that we're talking about, it's just a different ballgame. It's just mm -hmm. a different ballgame from online to land-based casino. But um, back then when the online is around, um, you have people who make millions of dollars in a day or two and um, mm -hmm. easy come, easy go. I mean, they do spend their money. Um, but those times are gone. I mean, like I said, because um, simply because the government um, has decided to put a stop um, towards online gaming. I mean, that's as far as I'm concerned to today. Um, but the times is going to be good in the future um, in a sense where it's corrected. Uh, corrected in a sense where um, this place will not just attract um, casino tourists, like gaming tourists but it's yeah. going to focus more on the mass market tourists. Um, they're going to focus on the beach. They're going to focus on the, uh, the, agri um, the cultural thing here. Mm 